0: I'm Siobhan Barnes, ex-commercial and corporate real estate professional turned leadership and life coach, supporting high-achieving professionals to step into purpose-led careers without having to sacrifice their soul, sanity, or steady paycheck. I've coached hundreds of professionals to figure out their unique path to create meaningful success that feels as good on the inside as it looks on the outside using my signature aligned achievement method. In this podcast, I'll share how you can get clarity on your unique path, how to make an impact and step into more purpose in a way that's right and true for you. Let's dive in. Hello and welcome to the Aligned Achiever podcast. I'm your host, Siobhan Barnes, and thrilled that you're joining me today to explore this topic of how to know when being grateful is keeping you stuck and unhappy in life and work. Now, this topic is pretty personal, near and dear to my heart, because for me, I find that I tend to slip into the gratitude trap. Now, obviously, gratitude is not a bad thing. It's really awesome to be grateful for what you have, but it can have a shadow side when you try and suppress and shove down those other desires, those other wants that you have and make yourself wrong for it and feel bad because you want more. And particularly in today's climate, when there is so much happening in the world and there is so much to be grateful for, for most of us, we have a comfortable bed to sleep in. If we go to the hospital, we know that we're safe. We don't have to worry about what's going on in the streets. And when we want to yearn for more and we want other things, it can bring up feelings of compare and despair and I shouldn't want this and, you know, feeling already very grateful. And so what I've seen for myself and also for my clients is there can be a pushing down of what we really want. And so today I really want to explore how to know when being grateful is keeping you stuck and unhappy in life and work because it doesn't serve you, it doesn't serve your loved ones, the people you work with. When you are feeling secretly bitter, secretly resentful secretly maybe a bit annoyed. And that bitterness, that annoyance, that resentment, that might not be something that you consciously realize that you feel, but it comes out when we squash down our innermost desires, our innermost yearnings, and our intuition. And so before we dive into that, I wanted to address the question of, are you asking for too much? And I think this is the core central theme that I see in my work with my clients. So if you've tuned into the podcast before, you know that I work with achieving professional women to step into more purposeful, soul-led careers, to lead as their authentic leader, to bring their beautiful gifts to the world and to make a difference doing the work that they really love. And I believe that for women, this is an experience I can speak to because I am one, is that there are a set of unique challenges and frustrations that we bump up against. And one of those is this idea of asking for what we want and asking for more. And there's really a difference that I wanted to speak to before we dive into today's topic. And that's, there's a difference between wanting for more sake and just wanting to prove yourself, get the title so that you can make mom and dad happy or whoever happy or earning a certain amount of income so that you feel safe and secure. Like these things are not bad, but when it's coming from a place of ego and wow, look at me, that's kind of just wanting more for more sake, right? Right. What I'm talking about today is really the other side of it, which is, you know, as humans, human needs psychology, we have a desire for growth, for contribution, for fulfilment, And that's the more that I'm speaking to because what happens is when we shove down our feelings of, hey, I want to expand into this new challenge or I want to take on this new role or maybe I want to dive into this other area and we make ourselves wrong for it because we think it's too much or we should be happy with what we've got, then that is the big roadblock. If you are wanting to go for more, but it is coming from an ego place and you just think that that's going to make you feel better, I invite you just to check in with yourself and ask yourself. Is it really going to make you happy to get the next promotion, to get the next handbag, to be able to hit a certain salary and certain bracket that you might be going for? And if the answer is yes, then you know that that's more of a soulful based one. But if you're like, actually, maybe it's not, then I invite you to take a moment to pause and ask yourself, what is actually going to make you happy? So that's one side of it. But if you are coming to this podcast and you've been feeling like maybe you've been gratituding yourself into feeling like you should be happy with your lot and you feel this yearning for growth, fulfillment, for more contribution and meaning, then let's dive in a bit more because this episode is absolutely for you. So as I said, gratitude in and of itself is not a bad thing. And I think with everything that you listen to, please be aware of the context in which it is shared. I think in the world of social media and Twitter and snappy headlines and memes, there's a quote for everything, but it has to be related to a context and there's nuance to how it applies. And so gratitude in and of itself, not a bad thing. It's a beautiful thing. We want to be grateful for what we have. And today, what I want to explore is how to know when you're gratituding yourself out of really listening to your intuition, really listening to that inner voice that's calling for more. So, there are three signs that you can look out for to know if being grateful is actually what's keeping you stuck. The first one is, kind of alluded to it then, is you might find that you have an inner voice that says, hang on a minute, there's something more, there's something else, there's something missing. And you might secretly yearn for something more. You might not be able to put your finger on what exactly that is, but there's something there. Now, that something might come to you before you go to sleep and your head hits the pillow at night. It might come up in a therapy session when you work with your therapist and you're like, you know what? Life is good, but there's something missing. And that's a surefire sign that gratitude might be keeping you stuck. Maybe it's keeping you safe because you go, you know what? I'm lucky with what I have. I have everything I need. I have everything provided for, so I should be happy with my lot. And the invitation there is to know that it's okay to want for more. It's okay to want for a different experience because in my books, this is my personal view, there's a reason why you want to make that contribution. And oftentimes with my clients, the contribution is not just for themselves. It's actually for the greater good of others as well. So remember that feeling and that desire not only serves you if you actually go ahead and explore that. It also explores others who stand to benefit from the choice you make around that. Okay, so that's the first sign. You secretly yearn for more and there might be an inner voice, an inner knowing, however you connect to your intuition and your inner sense of self. The second sign that being grateful is keeping you stuck is that you just immediately make yourself wrong or you feel bad when you want more or you have an idea to do something else. So, what that can look like is that you might have a pang of inspiration. You might get a download or like an insight, go, oh, wouldn't that be cool? And then you might find that your logical mind comes in and goes, yeah, that's not possible or the probability of that being successful is la 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 and, you know, we can logic ourselves out. Don't make yourself wrong or feel bad if you've got these ideas. My invitation for you this week is to actually just write them down. Be curious. Obviously not every idea that comes to your mind is something that you should pursue, but I like to think of this relationship with your intuition, your soul, that part of you that wants that aligned achievement, right? That's what the topic of the podcast is. I like to think of that part of us as something that we need to cultivate a relationship to, right? We don't often listen to that part of ourselves. We listen to our minds. We listen to our logical minds and we're very practical, but we don't listen to that more soulful part of us. I call it the chief soul officer. So take a moment and actually write that down. Could be on your phone, could be on a notebook, write those ideas down. In fact, the other day when I was scrolling on Instagram, I think I saw that Sarah Blakely, founder of Spanx, she would write her ideas down and she's got hundreds of journals where she's written down her ideas. So nurture that, nurture the muse, nurture the inspiration. And through that, actually, you'll be able to start to connect the dots and see a theme and which way you want to go. So that's the second sign that being grateful is keeping you stuck because you make yourself wrong or feel bad when you do want something more than what you have. The third sign that being grateful is keeping you stuck is that you can't explain why, but you find yourself feeling like tetchy, like maybe you a bit antsy, maybe a bit moody, perhaps you're a bit snappy, and you can't shake that feeling. Maybe nothing's gone wrong in your life, but you just have that low thrum of like, uh, frustration that can oftentimes be your body speaking to you because you realize you're not honoring it. And so if you find yourself kind of on edge, you're not quite happy, you don't feel like yourself, that can be a sign that being grateful is keeping you stuck and unhappy. Now, with all of these three things, so that inner voice that's yearning for more, making yourself wrong or feeling bad when you have an idea or finding yourself snappy, moody or antsy, what do you do with that? How do you move forward if you're listening to me and you're going, yep, I think that's me. I think I'm kind of superficially gratituding myself, but deep down, I'm ignoring the fact that I'm not happy. You might be asking, well, what do I do? Well, the real first step to this is actually a skill that I think many of us have forgotten and it's been beaten out of us. And that's really to build a relationship, like I said, with that chief soul officer, but to actually slow down and actually feel our bodies because our bodies will tell us right? Our bodies are always giving us clues. They're telling us when something's off. They're telling us when something's aligned. And we just don't take the time to feel. We don't take the time to practice, which is why embodiment and energetics is such a big part of the work that I do. And it's where the answers come from. So, the other day I was working with a client and we were exploring a current dynamic in her life where she's overstretched, she's overworked. She finds that she wants to look after herself and go to the gym and do the exercise. But she continues to work late and she puts her own priorities on the back burner. And we could have dived into strategy. We could have spoken about, you know, have you tried a daily quick time? Have you tried joining the gym? Have you tried, you know, we could have gone into that tactic. But it wouldn't have mattered if deep down her body was not oriented towards, yes, I want to do this. All of the strategy in the world would not help. And so through some embodiment coaching, she was able to land on a deeper truth and explore all the layers, like the anger, the frustration, the repercussions of her going to look after herself, what that meant about her. And she landed on this place of, I can find my way. I will figure this out and I will do better work when I'm rested, et cetera. And that all came from her. And we sometimes just need the time to slow down and feel and let that wisdom come through and be able to just meet those emotions, those thoughts, those frustrations that come up in the process. And so, if you're like, oh, this is a skill I'm interested in or this topic has sparred an interest in you, I invite you to come on over and listen to a conference that I am a part of and it's live this week. It's a conference by the School of Embodied Arts and it's called The Future is Embodied. It's being run by a dear friend and colleague, Jenna Ward, where I actually worked as a coach trainer at her school for four years and actually trained in that modality as well. And the conference is really all about exploring the epidemic of numbness and shutting down this connection to our body. You know, our day to day happens at such a hectic pace. We don't have the time to pause and connect with ourselves and our bodies. And so this is when we kind of superficially numb out, we superficially gratitude ourselves and we don't connect to that inner wisdom within. And so if you're interested in this topic, come on over. I'll put a link to it in the show notes over at siobhanbarnes.com forward slash 88. That's the number 88. I'll pop a link to that. You can register for the conference. And we're going to be talking about how did we get so disembodied? How do we fully reclaim our bodies? And how can we affect meaningful change for the culture and the future from this embodied place? So it's going to be a really interesting topic. I'm one of many speakers, and I'm going to be tuning in myself to listen to the other panelists. If you're interested and you're curious, come and listen to that conference, get a better understanding of what embodiment is, how you can begin to sensitize your body so that you can connect to that inner knowing, that inner wisdom that knows, hey, there is something more for you. And you know, the practice is not just about having the awareness or the conviction in terms of which direction you're going to move in, but this embodiment skill is really about being able to meet all of the feelings, the sensations, the tension that comes up in exploring that. And in my view, it's such a critical skill to be able to move forward in the world from an embodied place, a place of deep conviction rather than just, you know, from the mind. And so I hope that you've enjoyed today's episode. I've really enjoyed diving into today's topic all about how to know when being grateful is keeping you stuck and unhappy in life and work. So just to quickly recap, we explored, are you asking for too much? Like answering that question of more and defining that in greater depth. We've spoken about the three signs that being grateful is keeping you stuck, so that's you secretly yearning for more, making yourself wrong or bad when you have an idea or want to do something more, and just those feelings of being antsy, moody, snappy, and not being able to put a finger on why. And so if you want to join me, come on over to the conference with the School of Embodied Arts. We'd love to continue the conversation there. And just please remember, you're here for a reason. You're allowed to have your desires. You're here for a reason beyond just merely hustling, grinding, and merely surviving. You matter. Have a beautiful week.